0: Danny Schwartz joining me on Wednesdays. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We are always thrilled we have a special guest, and today is no different. From the city of Waukesha, Police Chief Dan Thompson, two years Tuesday from the parade tragedy. And we're going to talk about that from the perspective of the personnel recovering from the aftermath of all that uh, emotional trauma. We're joined by Waukesha's Police Chief on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline, Dan Thompson. Welcome. Good morning, Chief.
1: Good morning, and thank you for having me.
2: Good morning, Chief. How are you this morning. I'm doing very
1: good. Very blessed. Uh, Thank you again.
2: I always like that you that you respond that way, because one of the things I remember about being in that room with you that day was that uh, one of the more controversial things, I think, uh, that that we did that that you hadn't really seen before was starting a news conference with a prayer. Um, And I I I know you felt very strongly about that and that that was that that was something that we needed to do to bring the community together. Um, how is the community coming together? How are your How are your first responders doing? Everybody that was there, what is What is happening as far as the wellness of the people that were involved in the in the uh, efforts that day?
1: Well, first of all, I want to start by recognizing uh, the six individuals that uh, passed as a result of that uh, Christmas parade attack. Uh, Virginia Sorensen was 79. Neanna Owen was 71. Tamara Durand is 52. Jane Kulich was 52. Wilhelm Hospital was 81. Jackson Sparks was young, age of eight. <laughs> uh, there's other 67 that were injured. And what we're talking about is not just the physical injuries, injuries um, but we're also talking about the moral injury that occurred, not just to, uh, with uh, the public, but also with our uh, first responders that responded to that. And the answer to your question is, how are we doing? Um, I'm very proud of the resiliency of this community, very proud of the resiliency of uh, our first responders. But that doesn't mean that we're we're still not hurt. Um, we're still not affected by it, but what we're doing is that incident is not defining us. What it did is demonstrate the character and refines our resiliency and strength on not letting that incident uh, um, bring us down but actually, bring us closer together.
0: Mm. Oh, it, oh, go ahead, Chief. As somebody who who dealt with, from a mayoral perspective with it, with a mass shooting, um, not to compare the things, but the the way that you respond, and I, I love the fact that you're looking at it that way. It's not the days and weeks; it's the years after that. And and you, you can speak from the the citizens, the community's perspective, but also the individuals, the public safety individuals who responded then and continue to interact with the community. So what are some of the specific things that you utilize as a chief or the community utilizes to sort of figure the rest out, to try, to make sense of a very tragic situation?
1: Yeah, I want to attack that on, on multiple levels. One is I want to talk, attack from the community first responder level. But then you, you mentioned as a chief, I, I do want to address that as me as an individual, as a human being as well. So the first part is how we did address it is, for the first responders, we, had, uh, we have what's called First Responder Psychological Services, and as a result of that uh, parade incident, we have what's required a neck-up checkup with our officers. Um, and at one point, there was a stigma that you don't go talk to uh, professionals, but that has changed. A parade has actually changed that. Uh, for the community, we have what's called the United for Waukesha Resiliency Center. It's off of Pewaukee Road in in Waukesha, and that center's uh, fully uh, operational now, and that's that's for our community as well, for them to help them continue to heal because the healing is not uh, stopped. And we have some amazing heroes uh, who continue uh, to be engaged with our community, both from a first responder level and uh, community members and actual families of the victims um, who demonstrate just amazing courage uh, and helping others, helping them cope through through this tragedy as well.
0: And the individuals, the, the public safety responders, how are they, what are they thinking about two years later?
1: Um, I'll, I'll tell you something. So one from a practical point of view is um, things that they thought, like things that they get upset about between each other and, and things that they thought were big deals after that parade, they put things in perspective, like, nope, we're good. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll get through this. Um, after two years, I'm very proud of of how strong uh, the community and, and our police officers are. But one thing I want to touch on, which I forgot about, was, uh, and the last part, is you mentioned about the, the chief, my, myself, and how this moral injury, how it affected me. And what I know in this position, there's a weight uh, being a leader of a community, being a leader of a police department organization, there's a weight that comes with that. And, uh, and I'm speaking to all chiefs and sheriffs uh, in the country. We are very good at helping others, we're not good at helping ourselves, and as a result of that parade, uh, working with the law enforcement duty response team who has a peer support component as well. We uh, created um, a executive peer support for supervisors, uh, where they are trained in working together to assist other leaders uh, in law enforcement and in dealing with trauma, dealing with things that affect uh, their ability to uh, perform. So, there's positive things, many, many positive examples I can tell you that glean from. That uh, parade incident. But to answer your question, two days, two years later, uh, we are a stronger police department. We are a stronger community today than we were yesterday. You
2: know, Chief, this is a a bit of a personal question, but we interview and we speak with a lot of of chiefs, fire chiefs, police chiefs uh, here during our, our public safety hour but i'm I'm curious now if I remember correctly remember i'm I'm a lot older than you are uh, but uh I believe that you you did work with the um, with elements of the Sikh temple shooting and the Azana spa incidents when you were part of the joint terrorism task force uh, am I right about that that is yeah. correct That's So what I thought. With,
1: the, with the spa um, not the spa but the uh, I'll start with the Sikh temple so I happen to be at church uh, and for some reason, on that day, uh, and that's why I think God was intervening. My wife and I, we decided to take two cars. There's no other reason for it. I remember getting a text on my phone uh, within 30 minutes, because uh, I was also um, uh, on the bomb squad, Milwaukee bomb squad, and Joint terrorism, terrorism task force. So in 30 minutes, I responded to that incident. Um, and that was very uh, traumatic and, and impactful um, as well. And then there's also uh, a main component um, on on the spot. Actually, I'm more on the suspect's residence side of the house of in that investigation, as well. And at the Miller Corps I was just a few minutes away from from that incident. All those are very tragic and traumatic, um, and I don't like to compare, but that tr- seeing seven blocks of just mass casualties um was it was just incredible it was just a different um type of evil How? Um, a, oh go ahead
2: no please continue
1: it's just a, it was just a different type of evil but in all those instances and specifically the the christmas parade in the worst I saw the best in the community, I saw the best in the first responders, I saw the best in off-duty uh, detectives, nurses, doctors, and I saw the best in our um, our health in um, hospitals and how they respond to this and, and how well they all came together. It was um, just an amazing experience.
0: Waukesha Police Chief Dan Thompson joining us on WTMJ. Now we're going to take a break, Chief. Um, I uh, ask you to hang on, and Annie and I have a bunch of other questions uh, as we mark two years next Tuesday on the Waukesha Parade tragedy with the Chief of Police in Waukesha. More after this. Very special guest on the Public Safety Hour with Annie Schwartz, the Chief of Police City of Waukesha, Dan Thompson. And, Chief, I, I had forgotten the fact that you were actually uh, a responder to those, those earlier incidents. And I guess my first question is, those were incidents you responded to as one of many. But when the incident comes home to your city, where you have jurisdiction, where you're in charge, how is that previous experience, how does that previous experience shape your thoughts and your actions?
1: Well, I'm going to answer it this way, is, um, and it goes back to my words. I was blessed uh, and honored to serve the city of Milwaukee Police Department for 29 years. Uh, and got to experience many different aspects of uh, policing, uh, neighborhood engagement, and, and problem solving. Um, when I retired from Milwaukee, I retired for two weeks, uh, drove my wife nuts, and started <laughs> the May Fourth, 2020, in the in the city of uh, Waukesha, great police department. But what I didn't know, what I know now, is God knew all those experiences from Milwaukee uh, was going to be used, and that's going to be instrument. Um, to be part of such a great team in this police department um, and fire department in the community on, on that worst day. Um, that's the only way in, in my mind I can make sense of it is God knew that this was going to happen, and he intended for me to be there with this awesome team this awesome community, and um, not only surviving from that tragedy, but thriving, this community is is thriving, and it and it's, and it's a, it takes a village. And if you want to see an example of a great partnership between community and law enforcement, the City of Waukesha is is a great example because we're we're, we're in this together. It's not the us and them. It's 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 us.
2: That's got to be so heartening as a chief to to hear that because it's not exactly the salad days for law enforcement right now these days. And to be able to come together with your community, really as in, uh, not only chief of police but as kind of comforter in chief, uh, it, that has to that has to help you with your own with your own grief and your own trauma over this incident.
1: It, it does. In um, always remembering your why, um, I know when I came in this profession, I was doing something that was greater than myself. Uh, I knew that this was the a servant prof- profession I, and I can honestly tell you is this profession is a calling. This is not one of those you can come in and, and do it half-assed. But what's helped me with my trauma is is my faith, my family, the support network, and the team that I have here in the Waukesha Police Department and other fellow colleagues. Um, but the bottom line is being vulnerable and saying it's okay not to feel uh, your best, uh, and it's okay to show that you are not at your best at every moment. Um, that you are a human being; those are important things.
2: Chief, I'd like you to expand on that a little bit because you and I have mutual friends that that we have uh, that we know that have uh, that have taken uh, taken the route. They've they've uh, chosen suicide. Uh, they have chosen. Um, to to just to to stop, and, and I guess I'm I'm wondering, how can you, as a police chief, and as someone who is as experienced as you are in law enforcement, 29 years just at M.P.D. alone, how do you convince officers who come from the kind of that suck it up buttercup mentality? How do you convince them to seek help?
1: That um, well, I'll give you a good example is. Um I'll tell you a, a quick story is uh, with myself is this is in the early 2000s working special operation at Haida and um, I never took off work I decided to take off work this one day and my supervisor tells me you need to find a replacement well that replacement happened to be J.B.L. As he told me uh, I got your back uh, go ahead and take off that evening he goes uh, gets shot five days later he passes away from uh, that, um, shooting. Well, if I would have worked, he would still be here, right? And I knew I wasn't right. So I went, uh, to a a peer support person at the time, and that person told me, suck it up, basically. You're fine. Well, I go to, um, I meet his mother, uh, at the visiting, uh, at Jay's funeral. And she basically told me, he was honored to take that shit from you. You don't take it away from him. And that was the first, beginnings of me realizing like, hey, we are human beings and there's more to this profession than sucking it up. Now, fast forward to where we are now, we realize the importance of uh, post-traumatic stress, uh, moral injury, and and then educating and talking to uh, our supervisors and all of our officers within the department that... We are human beings, we do have feelings, it's about relationships. Um, And not being afraid to talk to professionals about how we feel and how things impact us, because that is important. Because here's the thing, is is relationships get us through, but that's what helps us build a foundation of resiliency. And resiliency is, is everything. Resiliency is saying, you know what, I just got... It was something very traumatic, but I can not only actually just survive it, but I can actually use this to be a stronger person and thrive from it. That doesn't mean you don't forget it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt. What it does mean is you're taking that and you're turning it into something positive, and you're using that energy to help uh, others as well.
0: Chief, I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing that story because Annie and I were, were not aware of that and. Uh, the, the, there 's a couple of things one leadership is on full display as you were talking, and two understanding that stress is a part of of that job, probably that job more than most jobs, and that you can actually deal with some of these things after the after the incidents that make you better at your jobs, better at public safety, better community members so i want to I want to thank you for taking the time It, it was a nice re, um, kind of a follow up to what we talked about last week with officer wellness. But there's Chief Wellness too, and I think you're you're one of the leading voices on this. So I want to thank you for taking the time to share that with our audience.
1: And and I'd be more than happy to talk more about this anytime uh, you want me to.
0: Absolutely, Chief Dan Thompson, City of Waukesha, they have their they have their uh, uh, two year remembrance coming up next Tuesday. From I, I still remember driving home from uh, Deer Camp on that Sunday night uh, two years ago, and. Uh, I know the folks in Waukesha very well. I know the mayor very well, Sean Riley, and I know that the citizens of Waukesha will be united and strong as they always are.
2: And Chief, thank you so much for for sharing that uh, that story. As I say, I I know you a long time. I know you many many years, and I I did not know that story and how how incredibly grateful I am that you shared that with uh with with our with our listeners because people are often going through a fight nobody knows anything about. Thank you.
1: No, thank you very much. Honored.
2: Yep.
0: Chief Dan Thompson, City of Waukesha.